Welcome to a special series of Frontline Voices, a podcast by the Natural Resources Council of Maine, to recognize both the 50th anniversary of Earth Day and April being National Poetry Month. This series features poems by five Maine-based poets. Each day's reading and conversation show how nature informs and inspires art, poetry, and action. In this episode, you'll hear Belfast-based poet Corinne Spitfire as she reads her poem, Allegiance. Hi, I'm Corinne Spitfire. I live in Belfast, Maine. I've lived here since 1987. I've been in Maine since 1980. Allegiance. I tried to lie on the crumbly red granite of Passamaquoddy Bay to listen to join the great flowing currents, riptides, whirlpools, to embrace the St. Croix, Cobbscook reversing falls, lean into the curves through Zabayak, long to paddle the Grand Lakes around McGockmacook, Spedneck, undo the arbitrary lines between homelands. But the pink granite of Penobscot Bay The resonant slow thunk pulled me back to the high rounded nubs leapfrogging across it. Scudic, Cadillac, McGuntacook, my hips molding more easily around the archipelago, protecting the Pasagosawakeg, Naskeg, and Brooklyn. My blade recognizing the upper west branch rills to Sunkook and the long flow out to Idaho. Thank you. That's perfect. And I know that this poem is from a collection, Three Nations Anthology, Native, Canadian, and New England Writers. And I was wondering if you could describe for me if there was a particular moment or place in mind that inspired this work. Well, I became an OT, an occupational therapist, and I got a job in Calais. And I always like going to Eastport and that area and go there every year and always think, I would love to live in Eastport, but it didn't work out. Uh, The job didn't work out, but I was between Eastport and um, Callis, there's a park and I can't remember the name of it, but you can go out and lie in the granite. And it's very, very different granite than, if it is granite, it seems like granite, but it's much more crumbly than the pink granite around here where I live. So that was sort of the stepping off point and the experience of trying to go live there and not being able to live there is sort of what really kicked the poem in. I know that you have served as a poet laureate of Belfast. The mayor at the time said that the unofficial description of being the poet laureate of Belfast is be Belfastian, make us think, help us see. And through that frame, when you're thinking about this particular poem, what are you hoping that readers will see when they read it or feel when they read it? The love of this landscape and the acknowledgement of the Native roots here, that we are on Native American land, we are on Penobscot and Passamaquoddy land, I am, and that this whole landscape resonates with their history. And, you know, that comes to me through the granite and through the landscape itself. And um, I feel that to the degree that I can as a white person who didn't grow up here and don't have that history. So those things, I mean, 
I love to paddle. I love to canoe. And, um, you know, I've done the West Branch and I've done the Allagas. I've done the St. John. I've done the St. Croix. I paddled those places. And the ability to travel by water is so amazing. So all that's in there. <laughs> I mean, from my perspective, I hope people catch that. How have you found that your relationship to the natural world in Maine has shaped your poetry and your art? And are there particular places that you find are inspiring for you? You know, it's like this problem in English that we have and our separation, the environment, something else, and we're something, we live in the environment, but we're all the environment. And so I'll say that. And then I'll say of Maine, being here in Penobscot territory, that's now called Maine, nature is available to me to recuperate. And that I came to Maine and I did a lot of healing work and the environment knocked off my rough edges. And when I'm upset, when I'm having a hard time, when I'm happy being outside, being in this environment fills me up. So it influences my work whether I'm talking about something, you know, we would call more political, it influences my work. It just does. There's granite in my work. There's baby leaves in my work. There's the w waters in my work shows up all the time. And the relationship between the body and the water. I mean, the body and the environment is in my work all the time, too, because we're microcosms of the natural world. I mean, we are of nature and our systems are reflective of the natural world. We've got the ocean inside of us. You know, one of my great body teachers says, you know, we're just, we're a sack carrying water around. That really resonates with me that to live here and, you know, have such beautiful nature so close, it really does fill me up too. And now more than ever during this particular moment, I've just appreciated the sunshine and walking on grass, you know, and it's a really different moment given the coronavirus. And I'm curious to know if you are finding that your relationship with the natural world is shifting or changing. I think I rely on it more heavily because I live alone and as a sensory input to my everything. And um, I have been hugging trees more than I used to. I feel like this is the earth saying to all of us, get your shit together. And it's an opportunity to change the way we live and our relationship to all the living creatures that we live with. And I hope that's the best outcome is that we figure out how to change the way we do this, the way we live, because human beings have made a mess. So. I rely on nature and nature's telling us something very strongly right now, is what I would say. Thank you so much to Corinne Spitfire, whose published works include her 2005 poetry collection, Standing with Trees. And thank you for listening to Maine Environment Frontline Voices. I hope you'll join us again this week. You can listen to our show on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Thanks again. <laughs>